0: hey guys welcome to this episode of the aces beta podcast hosted by your boy anthony spada today's a different episode on monday um i literally just recorded this episode with keely about four days ago and i didn't want to wait a few months before this one came out and she didn't either it was a mutual agreement on this one i sent her the video and man one an episode we talked Everything about gratitude, flow state, visualization, lifting, music, man, everything. But you guys are going to take away so much from this in depth conversation that this is, you're going to find out real quick why we couldn't wait. So I don't want to hold you guys up too much longer. So let's just get to the episode. So, everybody, welcome on Kiwi Power. Are they? I don't know if I call it. Yes, uh, it's like it's. I mean, it is a matter of opinion, but it's like it's like the uh, it's like the Kanye album, my like dark twisted fantasy. It's like that. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. It's like in a way, like it's great, but it's it's so it's so painful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, in all the best ways, in all the best ways.
0: But I'm loving it. This is the first time. Yeah, no. This is the first time doing a podcast without a hat on in like a year. Um, You look good yeah i'm trying to
1: rock that shit <laughs> rock
0: that shit always well this is what happens second. when you get everything back within a week it's like you get here yeah. hit the gym it's feeling like fresh new new you new, yes it's like new me yeah out of quarantine good. yeah how's everything going with you how's uh how's how's the prep life going
1: oh it goes you know good starting to hit that like little fatigue point um Last week, I had just a, a real small cut. He, he, he pulled like five grams of fat and like 15 grams of carbs. But man, hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> just huge uh, energy dip. But finally adjusting. So I'm feeling a little bit more energetic. And adaptogen is definitely helping uh, in Brain,
0: for sure. We have, yeah, we haven't made much changes from like the start. He said it was like perfect. So I was like, yeah, you
1: don't need to. Hey,
0: I was like, all to. right. I was like, we don't need to, and then I ran flat, and he just kept increasing like ten carb. He's like, you're filling mm-hmm. out, and I'm like, it's beautiful. excuse me. And now I'm now I'm going flat again this week because of the expenditure change. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so you'll get a nice bump.
0: You know, Sorry. going the opposite way. It's like all the teammates I'm talking yeah. to are like going through prep, and I feel so bad. Or they're like still don't have access to the gym, and I'm hey. like, oh no. Everybody
1: like, has their season.
0: But you know, you know when you when you get called IFBB Pro within the next like three months, then it will be it's all worth
1: it. it. <laughs> worth it.
0: And then and then you'll be a pro, and then you'll win your pro show, and then it's gonna be fine. It'll
1: and it'll then will. We'll, we have Olympia, and it'll be great.
0: Yeah, that it'll would great. that would be insane. Like if you did that all within like a year of turning pro, that would be insane
1: that's that's the plan that's what we're shooting for i'm not i'm not here to fuck around i'm here to uh get the job done
0: oh exactly for sure yeah Yeah, we'll see we'll see what uh we'll see what a division i end up going into within the next few years me and mark have a while to grow but he brought out my my he loved my front double the other day so i was like maybe classic is the route so hey. I was like, I was like, we'll see. I was like, if I can get my waist, just like if I can get my body in that X frame, I was like,
1: well, I, I mean the, really the more you build up your back and your shoulders and the yeah. more you build up your legs, the smaller your waist is going to look. So it's yeah. like you said, it's, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of seeing how you progress, how well you progress. So yeah, yeah don't rush it, you know, no, just see what, go with the flow.
0: That's the one thing. That's the one thing I talked with Mark about. I was like, or actually I haven't really talked to him about it yet like the poll plan I was like first two mm-hmm. years going to do it completely natural at least
1: yeah yeah I to
0: keep this a little silent cuz I am at my house
1: <laughs>
0: My parents <laughs> that, are around you
1: know, the uh, first okay.
0: first couple of years keep it at least natural and then we'll yeah, see what you can where, do first what he what he thinks might be the best option so cuz
1: you're young right you're what 22
0: yeah so I was like give it to like 25 yeah. and I was like yeah. then yeah. then we could push
1: yeah for sure. And but, Mark is it's so conservative that of course he's gonna agree with that plan for sure.
0: Yeah, I wanna see I wanna see. It was kind of funny because I made a comment on Justin's post yesterday um mm-hmm. about it and I was like, I have no idea what my genetics actually are for bodybuilding. He's like, You won't know until you give two years of perfection. And it's yeah. kind of just a sign to show like that I need mm-hmm. to put in the exact amount of time that I set in my head. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty interesting. It was like he read my mind exactly. I was like, well, if I... Um,
1: You're feeling it out on the right track. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, but switching to Mark was probably the best thing. And I'm thinking it's the best thing that you ever did too.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, like it's actually super cool how um, Mark and I came to know each other because previous to Mark, I had never done competitions, had never considered it. I actually... Uh, like two months before I met Mark, I got out of a super controlling relationship where like the, the guy I was with would probably keel over and die right now, knowing that I do uh, bikini competitions. But it was something that like I was in the back of my head was like, I'd be really fucking good at that. Like if I did it, I would be really good at it. Um, and so after we broke up, I decided I was like, hey, you know, why not? Um And like, I've, I've been into fitness since I was real little. Uh, One of my friends actually brought up, she was like, I remember when we were in sixth grade and we're at a sleepover and you're over there, like sitting there doing sit-ups because you wanted six (laughs) back. I was like, oh, holy shit, this goes back further than I (laughs) realized. But um, I was just kind of at a point where I think a lot of women are where I was like afraid to eat. Like I knew I needed more food. Um, but I was just afraid to eat it. And I hired Mark for two reasons. One to tell me to eat two, cause I had never done bodybuilding. So I was like, ah, I should have a coach. And, um, I, one of the guys at the gym that I went to told me, you know, I have this really awesome coach and he is insanely intelligent and you know, he's very generous with his pricing. I was like, okay, what's his number? let me get that email. And I (laughs) went up to the gym and told Mark like, Hey, let's do this. And I don't plan on going anywhere (laughs) for the red. I had a client ask me like, Oh, Hey, you know, how long do, do people usually stay on for programming? I was like, well, I plan to be with Mark until he dies. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's
0: (laughs) I'm in the same boat. So mine, yeah. so mine all started with Mark. I think, I was going through his post for some reason. I think I found him from Justin. Mm-hmm. I started like scrolling okay. down all his old stuff, like his older, older stuff. Mm-hmm. And he has some really good captions down, like down. Like if people don't realize, like if you go through his page, um, he has a lot of really cool captions that are more personal yeah. than, what oh, yeah. he's, than what he's doing now. And yeah. those kind of resonated with me. And I messaged him off one of his posts and I was like, man, I went through something similar um, I'm going through something similar. Like he talked about like becoming like the black sheep kind of in the family. Yep. Um, yeah. I feel that. Messaged him right away. And from there, I think like the next thing I wrote was like him to come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then when he came on the podcast, it kind of settled it. It was like, yeah. it was done deal. Yeah. Like I never recorded with anybody for two hours and it felt like nothing.
1: He's an intoxicating human. Yes. Like, cause it's- he is, he's been through so much that his empathy is just through the roof. Um, he can relate to pretty much everybody. Um, and it's so cool because he's been in those lows and he's pulled himself out of those lows. So not only can he relate, but he's like, let me help you out. Let me, yeah. let me help you scoop yourself up. Yeah. No, I love Mark. He's fantastic. Yeah,
0: and He's my that's, Yeah. That's why we resonated so well too, is because I've been through so many lows that mm-hmm. like I knew how to get out of it. So he was like, he was like, I normally don't take on like, I remember one post he wrote and it kind of got me concerned. Cause I was going to ask Mark eventually to be my coach. It happened like mm-hmm. the week after we did the podcast, but we didn't end up starting to work together till like a month and a half after recording. Um, mm-hmm. And he was, like, he wrote in a post, he's, like, I normally don't work with people under, like, it was, like, under, like, 24 or something. Mm-hmm. Just because they aren't mature yeah. enough to, like, handle his handle stuff. It. Yeah. And I was, yeah. like, I was, like, hmm. I kind of messaged him. I was, like, so you, would you still take me on? And he was, like, yeah. I was, like, yeah. And I was, like, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I was, like, hold up. I was, like, I wanted to be your client real bad. Um, no, but I kind of... I remember he kind of opened a spot for me and I felt really grateful for that. Um,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. To be on the team. But it's just changed everything. Literally, yeah. it's everything. It's a changed.
1: different level. It's a different level.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the cool he, part.
1: He, he definitely calls you to be more than what you are, always. Yeah. And yeah. it's a fantastic environment to be involved with. Absolutely yeah.
0: fantastic. Yeah. I never thought I would compete either. You know, it's a weird thing. I went through the same the exact thing that you did, kind of, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, for the first, like, few years of kind of exercising, I never mm-hmm. thought I would compete and now the more I'm getting into it and the more I'm coaching and the more Mm -hmm. I'm going through all this stuff just falling
1: in love it's like
0: all I listen to is bodybuilding podcasts and yeah all this stuff and I'm like just like all just training and nutrition like that's like all I listen to now like besides like besides like Joe Rogan and Mm -hmm. some stuff and like reading books that's literally Mm -hmm. only things I do now it's just like I feel like it's just consumed my bodybuilding but it's the discipline that adds to it that makes it so great.
1: Yeah. And if, if the passion and desire is, is there for absolutely anything you want to do, it's, it'll naturally unfold like how it's naturally unfolding for you. Like if the the passion and desire is there. It's, it's not work. It's, it's, you're just literally doing what your being wants to do. And it's like a constant flow state. You're constantly staying hungry. You're able to consume and remember so much information because it's you're just interested in it. So keep that up, man. Let it yeah. flow. Let it just unfold.
0: That's something I kind of want to talk about too because it's a struggle for a lot of people to get into their into their flow state. I mm-hmm. got into it, I think... One of my gym session today got me uh-huh. into it. I think I finally found that clicking point when you're training. Uh-huh. I, I don't uh-huh. know if you've been here and you want to describe your experience with it, but like I was doing the pullover machine, like a Nautilus uh-huh. type pullover machine. Uh-huh. And I just closed my eyes and just went until I couldn't go. And I uh-huh. reached a point where it was kind of like euphoric in a way, uh-huh. but so painful so I don't mm-hmm. know if you've had an experience about this, but I finally oh, reached is, it, and it's like yeah. I I've never been happier during a training session.
1: Yeah, that's like I I honestly preach that a lot because um, a lot of people will come into the gym with this like hyped attitude or like an angry attitude. Um, I I can't do that. Like yeah. I. I, I'm a dancer at heart, so I've been I've been a dancer since I was three years old. So Same.
0: preach to the yes. We we had yes. this. this is- <laughs> we'll touch on we'll um, touch on this in a minute. Yes. <laughs> so
1: like t- tapping into that um like quiet space within yourself is so powerful so like that's why i'm such a huge proponent on meditation because you quickly learn that quiet space and when you find that quiet space your your brain waves change you shift out of a uh, a beta state which like right now we're in a beta state we're analyzing we're talking we're taking things in if you stay in that beta state too long, you turn into a stress ball. So you need to shift into alpha and theta state. So like a theta state is pure meditation where you're you're just being. And I can reach that while training where I am just being. Like the only thing that is happening is me connecting to my body, me calming my breathing. Like I I take... Training completely different than what most people do, like I do not have hype music in my headphones. I have something with a very slow, consistent beat. sometimes it's just like super chill edm instrumentals. Um, I close my eyes every time I lift, absolutely every time I lift you're just you're you're shutting out extra stimulus, so like even leaving your eyes open and watching yourself in the mirror. Like when you're starting out by all means, like peep your form. But if you have a coach, you should just be taking video. So you're not watching your own form. I mean, even if you don't have a coach, like take video because you turning your head to look in the mirror is jacking your form. So like stop. I, I don't really like to watch myself lift. I like to feel myself because if I'm watching, like I might be like, Oh, well my hips don't look right, but they feel right. So I want to eliminate that distraction. And, and like you said, you, you just get into a spot where you don't even feel pain. Like there's times where I'm sitting there training and I've got some heavy weight on the bar and I'm like, when am I going to fail out? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm still going. Um, nope, nope. Still. Okay. We're still going. We're still going. And yep, we're still going. And it's just like you said; it, it, it's a relaxation point. Um, and those sessions, which are every session for me now, you come out of this session a different person each time. Each yeah. time, because you're not you're not distracted by anything. You're not distracted by it. like I don't understand how people like use aggression during their lifts. It just like physiologically, it it makes no sense to like when you're angry, your body is in a completely different physiological state and and you can't focus versus when you're in that like calm state during your training. So I 100% resonate (laughs) with that because that is my, that's, I don't like being out of that state. I don't like you, you have so much more control over yourself. Like it, it's almost like you're, like you're watching your body. You're watching your pain. You're not experiencing it. You're just simply observing it and saying, okay, that feels a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to keep going. It's, it's good. And, and being able to bring that into your training and then have that transition over to the rest of your life is a skill. So that is absolutely awesome that you've been able to tap into that because your results are about to skyrocket like crazy using that mode of training. It's going to be absolutely yeah. insane. I'm so excited for you.
0: Yeah. I use a, uh, I use classical music. So yes. it's really funny because I yes. noticed, I think I got your point because one thing I notice going to the gym is yeah. I usually try to hype myself up with music, but mm-hmm. I can never actually hype myself up for the gym. No. Like it's no. just a thing, and I don't like. I'm not a huge proponent too of using like stimulants like caffeine. Like I'm more mm-hmm. of a pump product person because stimulants mm-hmm. like they kind of crack me out. Where yeah. I'll get oh. out of that, you're all good, uh, but it will crack me out of it, and mm-hmm. I will. Lose it, but it's like if I listen to classical music, it's like I'm in Mm -hmm. it and I'm like, and I'll literally put I've actually said this to multiple people I put on a song and I put it on Mm -hmm. repeat. Like it could even be like, like it could be like whatever, like a Metallica, like nothing else matters. Like if that Mm -hmm. song comes on, like first of all, I'm hitting a PR, um, yeah, because that's like my all time PR song, and secondly the minute that comes on, I go to my phone and I just put it on repeat and I put my phone oh, away yeah. for the rest of the workout. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't there's- even need to touch it. It's just, it's there. I, now I know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Cause you, you have, you have a rhythm now and there's times where like I have a song. So like, uh, there's a song called hesitate. I actually, I posted, um, a freestyle I did to it, but like, I've had that song on repeat for like the past week during my <laughs> training sessions, just because it like, you just get into that rhythm and I think people lose it when they don't have that rhythm. Cause they're just focused so much on like, Oh, this hurts. Like oh, go, no, like, man, find that rhythm, find that, like you said, find that flow. And like, on my way to the gym, I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm listening to spiritual audiobooks. books. Um, I used to do the same thing and try and hype myself up. And then you get in there and you're like, ah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I went through that exact thing. I was like, man,
0: it's like, damn. No, I usually, I do listen to podcasts too. That's actually like something I've started to turn to, like realize I'm like, if I just listen to someone, like if I listen to Justin speak Mm -hmm. kind of on Mm -hmm. his podcast, it gets me hyped up in a way because Uh he has intensity within it. So it brings me, it channels, it channels me into what I'm going to do, but it doesn't get me to. Yeah. I need that switch, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I get that switch from my past too. And I don't know if you get it because I've talked to multiple people on here, Mm -hmm. specifically um, two people, Mark and uh, my buddy, Nick Gloff, Mm -hmm. um, one strong ass motherfucker. Uh, This dude's like... (sighs) The amount of weight he puts on a bar is kind of scary compared to me. I would snap in half. Um, And they've both used kind of things that happened during their childhood or things that have gone wrong in their life to kind of get into that mental space. And I've done it. I think I've done it approximately three times Mm -hmm. through it. And it's been some of the best workouts and the worst workouts in a way because it ruins – it smokes me for the rest of the day.
1: Um, Yeah, see i um I'm very protective of my mental state um, because I had a very rough upbringing, very rough um, and for a long time i I held on to it and was very angry about it and very bitter um, and recently, I have been able to look at it as a privilege to have that sort of upbringing um, because it has given me so much insight, so much power because I, I had no guidance. Um, I come from a family of seven kids. Um, my father is a drug addict. My mom is pretty much a single parent the entire time. We were extremely poor. We bounced from house to house, like, constantly getting evicted, electricity getting shut off. Like, I I started working when I was 10 years old. I had a paper route and haven't quit working since. Like, I always bought my own groceries, had to pay my own way for everything, I had to parent myself a lot, I had to parent my, my younger siblings. I'm number three in the lot. Um, actually, I have... One of, my, one of my younger brothers lives with me currently.
0: Yeah, um, I see him. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I love yeah, these things. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: he, it's, my brothers geek me out. I love my family to death, but um, I, I definitely turned into the black sheep. And, um, but all of that anger and, and lack pushed me into a mode of like, okay, well, nobody's going to do it for me. So like, I parented myself through reading. Like books changed my life. Um, Even just like the gym changed my life just by seeking out um, other people that want better for themselves. Like my clients, I started doing personal training when I was 19 years old. Um, My clients who usually ranged from like 40 to 60 turned into my mother's like the, the parents I never had, I, I actually told Mark the other day, I was like, bro, you have been like the father figure I have never had. And it's, it's crazy how once you let go of like that anger and that bitterness of what you didn't have, all those things come into your life and come in so much better than what the people you thought should have provided, like the people that end up providing it for you, or if you end up providing it for yourself, it's way more powerful than what's in my case, than what my, my biological parents could have provided. Um, and now I see myself as someone that can help heal them. Um, because I mean, everybody that everybody struggles, you know, everybody is at a, different level of consciousness within themselves. And most people are just simply scared to delve into themselves. And now I see that like my parents were just afraid to address the darker parts of themselves, to take the time to heal the darker parts of them, themselves. And now I have empathy instead of hate towards them. Um, so pulling from my past is not is not conducive to my future whatsoever. Um, I don't I don't like to look back unless it's something that I'm healing from. Um, holding on to that shit is so toxic, and and finally being able to let all of it go and like intentionally saying, you know what, there's some things. I don't like, let me lean into it. I'm feeling hate. Let me lean into that. Why am I feeling hate? Why am I feeling this way? And I mean, first step, acknowledging that you have those feelings and then taking the steps to educate yourself on what it means and spending time alone. Like, man, quarantine blessed me. Quarantine blessed me because I would just fill those negative areas with more activity with working more, with reading more, with doing more, just constantly go, 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 go and at the beginning of quarantine I was having panic attacks um,
0: same thing, same exact you
1: know, thing. like because okay, well now I'm sitting here stuck in my head and thank God for Mark because he was like, you know, you need to you need to stop trying to fill your time and you need to chill the fuck out. Um, and it, it really forced me to sit down and experience my anger because I, I shoved it down. Um, I, didn't, I didn't want to experience it. But when I was able to step back and just look at it as like those negative feelings are not me, like they're something that I put on and I can take them off just as easily. Um, man shit changed. So going into training, um, I look at it as a, it sounds bad, but I look at it as a job at this point. Like I'm there to work. Yep. Um, it's, it's a labor of love by all means. Um, I definitely enter a a flow state when I train, but it's never like you should never bring your emotions to work. You should never let anything but pure focus happen at work. So for some people that might work, but for me, um, nah, I can't, I can't pull from my past like that. Um, because it's just, it's just toxic. Like, and yeah. yeah. No thank you. No yeah, think, thank you.
0: Like Yeah. I think I could fully agree with what you were saying too. When you shift when mm-hmm. you shift the way that you see the events that happened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it opens you up to more it's kind of what we were talking about when when I asked you to come on the show, which was it opens you up to receiving a little bit. Yes. In a way. Uh, yes. Um and when I like when I look back at the bullying and everything I went through and all Mm -hmm. the suicide and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. it's all Mm -hmm. now in a sense, yes, I may pull it out for training. It's very specific. This is a, Mm -hmm. I always say it's probably the worst thing that could probably happen for a whole day into it because it makes the whole Mm -hmm. day a lot worse. Um, But I have shifted it now to a thing of gratitude Since coming out with this podcast, I've realized that I'm grateful for what it has, what has occurred, because if it didn't, none of this would be here right now. Mm -hmm. Like literally my whole trajectory of life would be somewhere completely different, probably. Yeah. Um, There was a bunch of what ifs like before. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, no, like you went through with it, like this happened it's like mm-hmm. you gotta thank be thankful that it did happen yeah. because it's yeah. led you to where you are right now. I say this it has a lot made on made It's so
1: beautiful. Yeah. It has made you like those dark spots, if if you allow them to, they make you the most beautiful soul. Like it we're here to learn lessons constantly. Like everything can work for you if you pull a lesson from it. And man, like the amount of compassion you probably have for people, the amount of empathy you have for people, the amount of passion for making yourself the best human you can possibly be and the amount of people you're going to inspire with your story makes every minute of pain worth it. Yeah. Every minute. Because your your life is going to change so many lives because you were able to step back and say, you know what? thank you. Thank you that I learned this lesson. Thank you that I was strong enough to pull myself through because some people stick in it, you know, like you're blessed to be able to take a step back and, and see the bigger picture because some people in this lifetime, they don't see it. And then they got to learn that lesson again and again and again and again until they see it. And it's, man, those dark spots, they, they, they make you absolutely beautiful. They're like they're like fucking tattoos. Yeah. Beautiful ass tattoos.
0: Well, it's funny because yeah. my tattoo that I do have on my back like symbolizes mm-hmm. the whole thing that I went through, but it's mm-hmm. going to be forever inked on my back to yeah. always have something to remember it. Um, but it comes also where the point of, I don't know if you have something, if you feel the same way about this because through your childhood, but I always feel like now I have something to prove. I know Mark's gonna hear this, so mm-hmm. um, I kind of want him to take this in the way that it's—he's doing his job right. It's like I always mm-hmm. have. Someone asked me, "Have I gone off plan yet?" And I went off plan mm-hmm. literally one time, literally mm-hmm. once, and it was mm-hmm. a horrible mistake absolutely should Mm -hmm. never done it it wasn't even that bad it was literally like a brownie like this big and i like ate it like shit and i felt like shit (laughs) um and i was like well so i told someone on the team i was like Mm -hmm. because i because i made friends now through this team which is yeah awesome um and they were like don't really stress about it but i was stressing about it because it went off the plan because I have something to prove. And I feel like you mm-hmm. have this, if you had this same thing, um, but I always have something to prove, whether it's like the internship I have by summer, whether it's working with Mark, I feel like now working with Mark, I'm always going to have something to prove because mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm the newer kid. I'm only 22. I'm really young. No one knows much about me. let really be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like I always have something to prove and it's come from me not having as many friends from childhood Mm -hmm. and always feeling like I had a sense of belonging Mm or of of wanting to belong. But now I've kind of appreciated me actually being the uniqueness and letting things come to me instead of forcing it. But I don't know if you had that sense of like you have to show or you have to prove to yourself At some point, because I've had those moments and, and I still do now working with Mark. Now we're almost, we're almost two months in, I guess you would say a few weeks, two months in. Yeah. So it's like, I'm still always proving it because I want to make sure that he can rely on me as a client and as just anybody in general, like that shows a lot. So I always feel like I have a sense of like having to prove myself.
1: I I. I used to be there. Um because I I craved external validation that I was enough. Um I'm not there anymore. Like you said, it's it's a matter of not chasing. Um and I don't feel that I have anything to prove because I have completely relinquished um detachment to the outcome. Um like I how should I say this? I have found joy in simply knowing I am being 100% myself 100% of the time, Um, not hiding any aspect of myself, not being ashamed of any aspect of myself. Um, And I have found so much freedom in that, that things just naturally flow from me. So um, do I do I not want to let people down by all means? No, I do not. But, um, the relationship with myself is 100% top priority. Um, and I don't feel I have something to prove because I, I, I feel like I'm enough and I have always been enough. And it is simply a matter of time before people see what I'm made of. And if you don't see what I'm made of, well, that's fine. You're missing out. Um, <laughs> but my my motivation to um, do all that I do is to show people that um, there's so much more than what they believe they are um I I truly feel it is my life mission to bring people back to themselves and and the power that they have because so much gets lost in in trying to please someone else or trying to trying to like trying to be something um when you just simply need to realize like there's nothing outside that is going to add to you, like all of your power lies within you. And when you're constantly going in and tapping into that, shit just falls into place and you become, like you said, you become magnetic. Um, Like (laughs) things are, so I didn't even have social media until May of last year. Like I had a Facebook for a little while. Yeah. I deactivated it. And then Mark was like, bro, if you want to get into bodybuilding, like you <laughs> got to have an Instagram. I was like, God damn it. Um, because I am a massive introvert. Like I need so much alone time. Yep. Um, when I'm around people too much or I'm talking to people too much, I literally need days for recuperation. Like I protect my mornings like it is my job. Um, I need so much alone time. So um I forget where I was going with that. I'm just sitting over here chatting.
0: Uh, don't but worry. Yeah. Trust me. I, I need my loan. It's funny because I switched. When I started to take bodybuilding more seriously, mm-hmm. I switched from, and this is due to kind of the anxiety of the drinking and the alcohol and all this stuff that yeah, I came out yeah. with a bunch earlier. But I've shifted from being a really mm-hmm. – Outlandish extrovert. Do mm-hmm. now I do things for myself, and I'm really like yeah. deep to myself. Yeah, and I yeah. don't know if it's always been the most pro- progressive type thing for me. In a mm-hmm. sense, just from mm-hmm. just from a standpoint of looking at where I was, like it was at the end of college and stuff like that. Yeah. Like last yeah. few months with my friends and stuff, I truly became an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, but It's led the most growth Mm -hmm. and you brought up your life mission and mine. I think through this is to kind of in your, it's like similar to yours. It's like creating Mm -hmm. this, going through what I did. It's like, you can create something like, you don't know what's possible, like like, yeah. I, like yeah. ten months ago, when I created this thing, I didn't know it would be what it is now, it's not like it's yeah. a huge thing, but it's like yeah. the thing that I'm starting to get known for is doing the podcast and kind of mm-hmm. enjoying conversations, yeah, and it's showing people what's possible, but giving them experiences through other people too, yeah,
1: like that's
0: why I have guests yeah. on, yeah, um, but it's cool because I got that alignment like. Mid, it was kind of right after I had a few panic attacks uh, at the beginning of quarantine. I got all my mm-hmm. shit settled. That like yeah. all of it started to align, and the conversations yeah. started to click better. Everything with the podcast started to click way better. Yeah, um, yeah. And my life started to click more because. Nice. I think I was also leaving a phase two of college. Mm-hmm. I was getting out mm-hmm. of that, so I'm like mm-hmm. moving on to real world life. So, yeah. but you're right. In a sense, like, everybody has a life mission, and once you find it, then it's all just aligning. It's, it's nothing all just aligning. else matters. Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely nothing. Nobody else's opinion matters. Like, from day one, I told Mark I was a pro, and I didn't care what anybody on social media said. I didn't care about what anybody in in my life circle said like I'm gonna quietly do everything that I need to do to make sure I get to where I want to be um and and that's how I feel about Olympia I have people telling me I'm crazy to think uh, I could be on the Olympia no I'll be there (laughs) don't you worry I will be there and I'll be within that top five and then I'll eventually wear that damn crown Yep, and it's, it's just a matter of, like you said, just, just falling into that spot where the work just comes naturally. And I, I'm not doing it to prove anything to anyone. Like there is, there's nothing for me to prove. I, I want to use it as a platform to call people, people back to themselves. Like no offense to any of the current Miss Olympias or any of the previous (laughs) Miss Olympias, but they just, they stand up there. They're fucking beautiful and they have worked so hard, but I think the, the platform is not being utilized to benefit as many people as they possibly can. Like, look what Arnold did. I want to be, I want to be the bikini version of Arnold. I want to be somebody that uses that just as a springboard to inspire people to keep pushing for what they want, whatever vision, whatever dream that they have on their heart is there for a reason. And like people ignore that because they think it's too big. No, 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 no. Like the universe is based on expansion and it simply wants to co-create with you. So the bigger your dream is, guess what? The more the universe gets to show off. Like it knows no bounds between big and small. So if you want to stay small, that's totally fine. If, you're, if your heart's goal is to stay small or may, maybe I shouldn't even stay small. Maybe, maybe your heart's dream is just to be the best father in the world that's absolutely beautiful. Do that. But if your dream is much bigger than that, man, you got to follow it and, and forget any of the the limitations of no, that's not possible. You know, how could somebody like me do it? Like I'm a poor girl from Lorraine County. Like everybody to Oh, your genetics are crazy. No, my genetics are not crazy. I might have a good (laughs) shape, but I have busted my ass day in and day out since I was 14 years old. I have not left the gym. Like this is a product of, of something that I have built with help along the way, of course, but something that I said, I simply can't, I can't stop. Like Tapping into the intuition that you have and really listening to that inner voice is the most important thing you could possibly do. Like I could, I used to be a dental hygienist. A lot of people don't know this, um, but I was a practicing dental hygienist and I was making good money. I was damn good at my job. Um, Great benefits. Like I actually, I, I, went to this office that was absolutely perfect. Like I had my own assistant. Everything was great. I quit. I straight up quit because there was just, number one, it was very painful for me uh, physically just because you're in like a twisted position all day and it interfered with my training. And I, I know that I love training. I don't love dental hygiene. Like no paycheck is worth Sacrificing my heart's desire, so I took a huge leap, a massive leap, quitting my job, um, threw threw away all of my college years, all the the time and money. But that was irrelevant because I knew deep in my soul, like I cannot picture myself continuing down this path. Like you got to sit there and okay, what does my life look like today? If I do nothing, my life today is probably going to look the same tomorrow. And if if you don't like the way your life looks today or it looked yesterday, until you listen to that inner voice and you make a change, like you're going to be miserable. You're going to be absolutely miserable. So I just really want to get people to take that step back and like, listen to themselves again. Everybody is out here trying to get advice from this person and this person and this person. Like, yeah, you can look at people for inspiration, but when it comes down to it, like that, that voice inside, like the, the drop in your heart, the feeling in your body, the chills that you experience, those are the answer. Like that is the answer. There's nothing outside that's going to tell you what's right and wrong. Like that's all that's all so individually based because what's right for Anthony is not right for Keely. And I mean, that shit, that goes back to even nutrition, you know, like what's on your plan is not going to work for me. What's on my plan is not going to work for you. Simple as that. There's no, there's no cookie cutter life. And I think people just really need to respect that and have the courage to come back to that. Everyone is so afraid. They're so afraid. And that's why I'm gonna win Miss Olympia because I have something to say. Like
0: Yeah. I I looked at a quote recently, um, and it said anything that really stops moving dies. Yeah. And it really gets back to things that you know, I always repeat a ton of content on this thing, and I think a lot of people mm-hmm. who have followed since the beginning will overhear all these things, but they're so important because That's what I'm trying to help is people hear their inner voice and hear what might strike something that might, that might get their inner voice to start spinning and start talking Mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like, the reason I signed up with Mark is number one, I remember my parents actually asking me "Is a coach, like when I told them how much it cost?" Mm -hmm. um, which isn't People think it's like absolutely ridiculous. People think it's absolutely ridiculous for what like you're getting. Like I'm already getting results and it's insane. Um, It's honestly, it's time the coaching that's it's it's the supplements and the food that's more expensive to be honest. Um, But it's like, but they're like, is it really worth it? And I'm like, every time I kind of think about that, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but then I'm like, what's my end goal with it? And to truly be honest, since I'm at the beginning I don't know and that's kind of what excites mm-hmm. me for it. It's yeah. like and I think that's where a lot of us who do bodybuilding in general feel it is because we don't know where it ends. Like yeah, for you your goal is to become Miss Olympia uh, or at least get on the Olympia stage, like number 1 that's insane but to win it that's that's also just like not, not saying it's crazy. I'm saying it's crazy to think about at least in my eyes for me, I was like, Oh shit. I'd be like, that's a lot of years. I was like, that would be, but I'm like, I'm so excited to see that because I'm thinking, man, if I put in that many years, maybe yeah. I'll get there. It's like, well, that's kind just- of what, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like, I don't ever want to say I will become an IFBB pro. It's more of my goal is to become an IFBB pro.
1: Well, see, that's where you need to you need to regroup. You need to tell yourself right now, Anthony Spada, IFBB Pro. Like that's where you need to regroup because in my head, I'm already Miss Olympia. Like I already won. And by doing that, number 1, your brain knows no difference between thought and action. So if you put a thought in your head as if it has already happened, man, I'm telling you, you got to look more into law of attraction and Joe Dispenza (laughs) because like this shit is real and it's powerful.
0: We talked about this. I still haven't gotten his books. I need to get his books.
1: Oh, oh, Anthony. Um, if, If you put that thought in your head as if it has already happened, things will line up to make that true. Like I have this i mean that's why visualization is so powerful because your your outside experience will match your inner world like as human beings that is that's our power to take what we see in our heads and make it a reality and like that's what i mean by people forgetting how powerful they are like if you decide in your head that something is already true it is going to come true it it it's a matter of of time and sticking to it, but it's going to come true. Like I have visualized what's going to happen on stage when I win Miss Olympia. Okay. I have visualized Mark and I crying. I have visualized the dinner afterwards. I know what my face is going to look like. I know I'm going to fall to my knees in appreciation like man, the the more specific you are, about those things the more literally the universe has to come together to put that together for you so if if you want to be an ifbb pro you are anthony spada ifbb pro right now all right and and you are going to find yourself naturally doing the things to make that possible because like when i when i met mark i told him off the rip i want to go pro and you can ask my brother i told him from day one. You want to be a pro, you do what the pros do. I'm already a pro, period. So I do what pros do. Simple as that. And, and I, like, my first year of competing, I, I almost went pro. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I missed it by one Like, I was first call out dead center at my first national show. And they switched me on whatever reason. Um, it's, honestly, just it for whatever reason, it just was not my time to get my card. And that's fine because what's mine will always be mine. And what belongs to somebody else has always belonged to them. But man, you put, you put that thought in your head, you just watch shit fall into place. Like you just watch it. And it works the opposite way too. Like if you put in your head, you know, my life is miserable and I'm worthless, everything is going to align to tell you, you are miserable and you are worthless. Like the shit works, whether or not you want to use it or not. Like it's, it's always, it's always working because you're going to attract, like you're going to attract everything like a magnet, whatever you're putting out is exactly what you are going to receive. I mean, there's, um, Great book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Um, I'll actually do a post on it shortly soon. Um, But one of the biggest things is the law of giving and receiving. So if you want more love, you need to be more love, you need to give more love, and then that shit's gonna come right back to you. You want more money, you give more money, you put yourself out more you want more success, you give it, you give, you want more opportunity, you provide more opportunity and, and vice versa. Like, like we had talked about, how can you give if you're not receiving, if you're, if you're closed off to receiving things because you have, you know, some guilt around it, or you have pride around it you're cutting off that flow. That's like, that's like blood clotting and and you're expecting the body to function well. No, you're going to throw a clot and have a heart attack. Like it's yeah. just not going to work out. So man, you put that shit in your head, you'll be an IFBB pro right now. Day one, day one of you being IFBB pro.
0: It's really funny because I have visualized the first time stepping on stage and mm-hmm. <laughs> I've told myself in in my head like plenty of times and I've always wanted to put this in my check in. I was like mm-hmm. we're on step, we're on like step 1 to being the most undeniable force on stage. It was like that's what I'm looking at. It's like like I'm picturing myself being where you were kind of center call out on first mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like in like classic physique or whichever division I'm in, I'm picturing myself mm-hmm. on stage first call, first call out center and i'm like yeah. i'm going to be the most undeniable force on stage it's like yeah when that's why that's why i think it's important to have a coach who's going to get you there that's why i signed yeah. up with marcus cuz i know he's going to create me into that it's like
1: yeah and i mean like, even that's simply why. simply having those thoughts will change your your physical body will change your body chemistry like man the mind is so powerful like there are people that heal incurable diseases because they change their mind like people do not realize the power that they hold with their intention (laughs) I mean I've I've personally experienced it I was getting some really bad swelling on my left knee every time I did legs and um for a couple of days I just said you know my my knee is healed my knee is healed my knee is healed I have not had swelling since. Like I've done it with with at, at my other job. I get bruises all the time. I sit there, focus on healing of those bruises. My bruises are gone in a day. Yeah, you know, simply telling myself that I drop water and fat easily, that my body recovers well. Like I'm dead ass serious. I do this every day. Like you tell yourself, I build muscle easily. I recover easily. I my steps flow perfectly. I have everything that the judges are looking for. Like you keep feeding yourself these genuine affirmations and you genuinely believe it. Like you have the, bo- the, the power to to literally change your physical body and change your physical circumstances. Like, man, people don't realize the power in the shit, but it is so real. It is beyond real. I actually, I want to start a podcast and talk to Mark about this stuff because Mark is actually the one that um, introduced me to the power of the law of attraction Um, he was like man this absolutely changed my life like I need to be careful what I think about because now I know everything I think about I attract like there was one time where he was like yeah I was thinking about um, how I haven't worked with a type 1 diabetic and I think within a week or two he had a client contact him that was a type 1 diabetic like the shit's real. <laughs> it,
0: it's
1: so powerful. Oh,
0: know? it and, is. And
1: it is. That's that's one of the things I, I want to get out to people is man, you spend the time actually connecting to who you are, not just as a as a human, but as a soul, as a divine piece of creation and and the creator and you realize that like that same creative force that created the entire universe is like the essence of your being (laughs) the power in that the power in that is absolutely mind-blowing and completely life-changing like I am not the same person I was a year ago I'm not the same person I was six months ago just because I have finally accepted that power um and and come to peace with knowing that there's literally a reason for absolutely everything um like mark and i was talking and i told him straight up you know you're you're the father figure i've never had and he was like you've helped me realize my purpose like we needed each other and we had no idea about it but divine timing did like everything falls into place absolutely perfectly. And when you can rest in that fact, man, the peace that you experience, the power that you experience, the flow that you experience is absolutely insane. Absolutely yeah. insane.
0: Yeah. It's crazy because I talked to, I'll share my part real quick and then we'll, we'll mm-hmm. hopefully wrap this up. Um, uh, my whole, it's really funny because there was this moment when, I was going to get guests on the show and I didn't Mm -hmm. know if they were going to come on and I kept thinking that real quick not thinking that and then I switched it to no I'm going to get this person on and it's really funny because I'm getting some higher level people on and it's been insane but it's because of the thought that i'm having that i'm gonna get them on or and a lot of people don't believe it until they see it like for me i didn't think about it till like they saw my instagram dm like a lot of my Mm -hmm. things are through instagram dm so it's like Mm -hmm. weird hey you want to come on a podcast it's like cool um but like once i see that they see it and they're actually starting to type it's like oh shit like really i was like i just said this i was like i just said i was gonna get this person on and they actually saw my message and i could send the message and i've sent it's really funny because i sent messages to some people like um i haven't confirmed it yet but i'm gonna say this because i don't know if this episode's gonna come out before i confirm it i'm really hoping uh or after i confirm it um john meadows so i was like i'm gonna get john meadows on. I was like, that's nice. who I want to get on. I was like, that's who I want to talk to because he's had such an interesting journey himself. Um, mm-hmm. And he actually reached out like two weeks ago and was like, message me back in a few weeks and we'll schedule something. And I was like, that's awesome. I was like, oh shit. I was like, that's awesome. But I like, but I kept copy and pasting the same DM for like mm-hmm. two weeks in a row. Not every single day, like every other day for like two weeks, and then he finally saw it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, awesome. I was like, after that, I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, it's just been, and it also comes to the thing where your thoughts, like, I thought my podcast was turning into shit and like, mm-hmm. it like, kind of like, st- it stayed stagnant. And then it went mm-hmm. up once I started to kind of be more positive with my thoughts again. Yeah get more aligned with what I was doing. It happened all during the beginning of quarantine. Everything during the beginning of quarantine just went, you know, and then I got real with myself and I went and it went that real quick. Um, And so I truly believe in what you do think. Is what you have. I think there's mm-hmm. just sometimes I just question myself if that belief is too wild. But then I, but now no. you just affirm that there is no such thing yeah. as something too wild. And to nope. truly be honest, I always look at things like we may only have like seventy, eighty years on this earth. It's like I'm mm-hmm. already twenty-two, twenty, going to be twenty-three in October. It's like you only got fifty more years left. It's like yeah. may as well go for what you want. Go it's for like, it. I rather, yep. rather. <laughs> I wouldn't say die doing the things I love. I'd rather die knowing I've done the things that I have done, not die. I will always say I will never die for bodybuilding. That's like the one thing Mm -hmm. I've always said. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, if I'm like, I want to go, like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. It's like, that's what it comes to.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean the, I think, I think the, the worst thing that you could possibly do is be laying on your deathbed and regret. You know, that's like, (laughs) a lot of people think I'm weird because I think about death a lot, but it is such a powerful motivator because it's like you said, it, the, the time that you have in this life is limited and everyone has something that they need to do. Everyone has a, everybody is a a piece of this giant, beautiful puzzle. And if, if you fail to completely realize what your puzzle piece means to the rest of the world, like what, you you know, what are you going to have when you die? What are you going to have? Like, okay, cool. You, you, like bought a house and you had a boat and you spent some time on the weekend and yeah, maybe you enjoyed a beautiful life, but how can you sit there and, you know, I don't want to wonder what if I, there's, I do not want to wonder what if I went all in, what if I tried, what if I gave it everything what if, what if, what if I do not want to I would much rather, like you said, live this this burning, passionate life and burn the fuck out <sighs> than just like be dim. No, thank you. Yeah. No, I wanna be bright. I wanna be bright as hell. And and that's the life I wanna live. I want to like you, just um have that light that is so contagious that it makes other people think like, oh shit, that's in me too. Wow. I can do so much more. Wow. Okay. Sign me up. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're head, uh, we're headed to the end here. And I we really didn't hit any of the we kind of hit all of our topics in a way. But right. this is like this is like the best part. We didn't even bring up the dancing. This might need to be, we might no. need to do a we might need to do a, an fine. episode two of the podcast.
1: Um, you call me. You got my number. Trust
0: me, we'll we'll get it. We'll get you on again. Um I ask the same three questions to every single guest at the end of the okay. at the end of the show. So first one is, what three things do you want people to leave with? to kind of summarize what we talked about.
1: Uh, spend time with yourself. Um, shine your light and don't be afraid. Those, awesome. those, are, those are the three big ones for sure. And
0: then this one might, might intrigue you because it okay. revolves around books. So what three books and or podcasts would you recommend everybody <sighs> either read or listen to? Ooh. I know you're going to make this um, one good.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra and or absolutely anything by that man because he is amazing. Um, hmm, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. And... A tie between the last law of attraction book you'll ever need by Andrew Cap and um, breaking the habit of being yourself by Joe Dispenza, and absolutely any book on meditation that you can get your hands <laughs> on that will teach you how to meditate.
0: Awesome. And this, this last question is kind of a note to Mark because you were, because he made you create social media again. Um, <laughs> we're uh, shameless plug time. Where can people find you um, on Instagram, anything um, kind of your time to shine here?
1: I am at underscore K I Z B I Z N I Z and underscore. So at K biz, niz, um, you can find me on Facebook, just my full name, Keeley Bauer. And th- yeah, I still shy away from social media. So I'm only, I'm mainly Instagram. Like I'm occasionally on on Facebook there, but um, yeah, you can, you can find me on Instagram. Just search my full name too. Nobody else says my name. Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, if you guys honestly want coaching, I highly recommend Tomneck trained coaches such as Keely here. Yeah. Uh, we I will say we because I am a part of this team. We are a team that is like a family in a way, but we yes. push each other literally to the yes. limits. The amount of videos and food and food porn we all send to each other is really just <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Um so it's kind of fun, but we're all supportive of each other. Um there's one goal and it's kind of be the best team there is in bodybuilding so if you want to join definitely go look them up um or just just join don't even look up just Just yeah don't even think about it just join sign up just Just join and have any of the coaches um (laughs) so first off want to say thank you keely for coming on the show and secondly thank you so
1: much for having me
0: to any of the guests, or any, not the guests, what am I saying? To any of the people that got through this whole thing and really appreciate this episode, tag us on your screenshot this, tag us on your Instagram stories, um, share some love, and me and Keely will surely share some love back. Um, yeah. We appreciate everybody who listens to these episodes, and thank you to listening to this episode of the of Beta podcast.